When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Welcome in, friends, to the Michelob Ultra Studios in the Munganass, St. Louis Hack, your Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan. Douglas Elvin, Vaughn, Kenneth Higgy-Strode, the Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you on the program that that needs your involvement for lack of preparation and knowledge from the five people on said show. Uh, EDF Group text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. Call in. Press conference Tuesday. Doug, you want to hear from, what, about 20 guys? Uh, no, I don't think we have that many listeners. But just one or two calls would be kind of nice. Okay. Let us know someone's out there. Yeah, six three six nine zero zero four TMA, and then email in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Your current standings: JV Golf Coach with four wins, uh, Fat Ho has two, and then uh, four tied with one. I'm a girl who only likes boys. Buck Swope, Blueberry Pop Pop, and Matt who bowls at Hanks. Could he be rumbling with this comeback? Huh. Fun. Fun, fun, It fun. has been a good time ever since he sent another email. Uh, Doug, were you gathered around the hearth yesterday listening to the press conference from Lee's Summit North? <laughs> no, I was not, in fact. What? I was not, no. I was. I, I was I, watching the Colonel's uh, live uh, feed. Really? The, yeah. the live stream of Drinkowitz holding a big wooden bat. One of my favorite. He had a wooden bat. I didn't know if the cigar running around as a six-win team could get any better, but him jumping around and bear-hugging and being carried off by one of his coaches after He got that, carried off? It looked like he was being carried off stage right, right there at the end. Uh... <laughs> he had a bat? He had a wooden bat. Jackson, did he have a bat? He, he did have a bat. <laughs> what was the bat all about? I, I don't Just know. I don't know the backstory. Hats for bats. You know who said that? Pedro Serrano. But oh. that was the biggest get in Missouri he, history. Maybe, and that's including yeah. Luther Burden. Maybe carry around him. anything if he keeps getting five stars. I was going to say, like, yeah, you kind of can act like a kid. Cause that, that's this guy's real a five deal. star? Oh, he's a real deal player, man. Defensive lineman? Williams Winery, Doug. God, he could be Rivals so has him as the number one player in the country. Yeah, he's, really? he's going to mm-hmm. be really good. Six foot six, 265 pounds. Well, how long do you think he'll stay? Oh, he'll stay all Don't three be years. He'll get dog. paid. What position? Position? Like he a play? DN. Yeah, I would recommend looking at the tape. It looks like he's playing against toddlers. He's it's huge. so like it's not embarrassing because he's just clearly elite. But why did he say oh, he picked Missouri? He said he picked it weeks ago. 
I thought. He did. Yeah. My question was not when did he pick Missouri. I said, why did he pick Missouri? If I had to guess, money, money, this is money, just money, speculation, money, money. but the new Missouri NIL rule means that the second you sign, you can start getting big money uh, earlier than you can get at any other school. So if you sign in-state, if you're a Missouri kid and you sign in-state, you can instantly get life-changing money. So he probably has... I would, I'm just guessing probably about 100, 150 grand. I don't know numbers. I have no idea. I'm just guessing that's probably what it takes. It's six figure for sure. You would think with a player like that. Because the rules are slightly different state by state, aren't they? Correct. That is correct. Now uh, a number of people, uh, Doug, both Deke Dotem, who uh, you lifted his suspension. I didn't. And then uh, Todd Reesing. You know Todd Reesing. He was yeah, sacked in the quarterback. quarterback yeah, in the, turf uh, in the helmet. Yeah. Arrowhead Stadium end zone uh, nearly 16 years ago. Have sent in an image. Iggy, I don't know if you saw this, of Eli Drinkwitz when he uh, heard the announcement, uh, leaping, that's the picture. Oh, Lord. Leaping into the arms of... You think Nick Saban does that when he gets a, a good player? Well, this is not... I, I make fun of it because it is, I, I'm not a drink guy. I, I just, but, like, Saban's done this a bunch. Yeah. Like, this is a program changer because Ryan Wingo I mean it's one of those domino effect styles where Ryan Wingo could be like oh look at this I'm going to go to Missouri and now you have just an insane wide receiver room with you know one of the best D linemen in the country well it's fantastic that they got this guy but one one player won't change a program completely you need several of these that's why I said I said getting a player like that well I mean Ryan Wingo is probably more important to this team than it would be just one D lineman. I was looking him and Luther would be to find. Uh, so you said he committed a couple weeks ago. He he had an interview saying, "When did you choose Missouri?" He said, "I told Oklahoma, or I I, I chose three weeks prior to this." He didn't announce it. He just he, he had a decision made a couple weeks. I don't know if you saw that, Jackson. I wasn't I for sure exactly yeah, what he was referring to. Okay. Who he told? Uh, I am reading from the Colonel's uh, PowerMizzou.com story. Colonel had a big day yesterday. Uh, we'll have some audio from that as our listeners jumped in on his live feed, Doug. And, uh, they give him a hard time. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll get a little taste of momentarily. Uh, Let's see. Uh, from PowerMizzou.com. Quietly, when Ari already knew what he was going to do, he said he told Eli Drinkwitz he was coming to Missouri two or three weeks ago. Well, then if that's the case, then... Why was Eli jumping around? <laughs> He's faking it. Big show, I guess. And what? Well, no one's explained sure the bat yet. <laughs> when Ari said, well, Neri already knew he was what he was going to do. Well, if he knew, but then, okay, he said he told Drinkwitz he was coming to Missouri two or three weeks ago. It had already been a silent commit, he told PowerMizzou.com after a ceremony televised live by ESPN. I told them like three or four weeks ago. So then why was he... But why would Drink drop, acting like... Around? Like, he literally acted like this is the first, like, he just got a Nintendo 64 in, like, 1995. I would have jumped around like that when I got a new $6 million a year contract. I don't know about one player. Just say, after signing on the dotted lines, I would then be carried Mm -hmm. off by my coach out the door. To to play devil's advocate, I wouldn't be surprised if he had been lied to before by a 17-year-old saying, I'll come to your school. And yeah. then three weeks later on Look TV. at Jackson. You know what I call Jackson? A true son. Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for someone to tell you, like, a 17-year-old kid who's being offered by Georgia and Tennessee and Oklahoma to be like, ah, I'm going to change my mind at the last second. Yeah, especially now that they can throw money at him right. above the table. You know what great is? These message boards go 
university wide. So like the message, the, like the screenshot of the Oklahoma message boards after the announcement yeah. were hilarious. I would highly recommend to dig deep, maybe in Twitter and find those. The Okies were upset. Oh, they were riled up. Really? Man. Oh, yeah, they were bashing Missouri in their. In uh, Mr. Their Lick says this is a bad look for Mizzou, but I don't know what he's talking Why? about. <laughs> You don't want the best players. I don't know what that means. I guess got one of the top defensive players. Did you say ESPN carry that live? ESPN 2. Oh, yeah. They carry all those. How boring is sports getting here? Uh Uh-oh. No, it's true. It's true. (laughs) And you know what was funny was... What else was going on on a Monday afternoon? Cardinals and A's, Doug. Let's uh, take a look at the first inning. Uh... Can is, we, this, is this kid a senior? Like, is he playing He's this year? going to be no. a senior. He'll play this fall twice yeah. by four. The wide receiver, who did you see this again about recruiting kind of on the same platform? So that McLean from CBC, am I correct on that? Jeremiah McLean. Jeremiah McLean had Missouri and Ohio State wide receiver. He chose Ohio State. But, like, uh, during the reveal, he just chose the hat. He didn't do the throwing of the hat or, you know, the, the yeah. tricks and of the trade that recruits like to do. And so... Missouri was like, oh, well, Ohio State gave him a deadline, and since he didn't throw the Missouri hat, he's coming here in December. So apparently now there is a conspiracy that since he didn't throw the Missouri hat during his recruitment, he may flip to Missouri. Oh, again, well, it's who just is this a, again? Jeremiah McClain, apparently a four-star wide receiver at CBC, yeah. went to Ohio State. So the recruiting thing is super funny, man. Uh, Jackson, you're embarrassing yourself, brah. That's from uh, Mr. Oh, Licks. Come on. Well, I, listen, I, I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility that Drinkwitz knew he was going to sign and still did that just for the hype of it, but that's the way he operates. And like I said, just just playing a little bit of devil's advocate. Yeah, and maybe he wants the kid to feel really good about his decision. Oh, look sure. how excited the coach is. Those <laughs> videos also do really, like, I remember after, I think it was signing Ennis Rakestraw, like his second oh, or my, third week. Oh, that was the week, best one. Uh, after being hired, he went, crazy and he ran ate room. it up with a spoon so didn't he run like room to room like he went to the quarterback room went to like so. the defensive room right so and i think first he said is the camera rolling you on me we ready okay <laughs> good yay we got him maybe it's theatrics but like i said you keep yeah. if you can keep up signing because that's i know luther burden's illinois technically but like two huge local stars he's locked up that's that's pretty good but tim i i think this also had to go through your mind watching this was especially during the celebration this it doesn't. I don't know if it matters what the win total for Missouri will be next year for a Drinkowitz to come back a year after. So I think this locked him in for another year. Because if you're talking a five or six win team this year, you're talking he's on the chopping block. Yeah, people of uh, Jackson asked that. It was one of the questions know. last was... week on uh, Balloon Party if you were able to get Wingo and Winery in, and they won five games. Would he keep his job? I don't know on that. I don't know on that. I, that's my honest answer. Well, yeah. if, if and, and it's because here's 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 how I view a college football season. Are you compet like last year? I mean, for real, there were three games against you know legitimate opposition. One of which was the national champion. That they were right there, and with respect to Auburn and Kentucky, truly should have won. And that's a hell of a lot different than losing those three games and getting blown off the field. From my standpoint, it shows progress. Um, so that's that would be different if they win five games and they get blown off the field and don't look like they're competitive. So that's 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 why I contextualize it. Then. Yeah, you can look at it the other way too. That uh, if they look at it and say, okay, well, look, he's done some good recruiting. The players he's got now, he got Bird and he got these other guys, and they're not winning. So obviously he can recruit, but he can't coach them. Yeah, 
Well, to ever get to the next level from where they are, you're going to have to do this every year. You're going to have to get players like this every year and more than one because the other guys do it. Georgia does it. Alabama, usually LSU. They get not, not one of these guys. They get a handful of these Those guys, and they do programs. it every year. So you're going to have to keep up this momentum if you ever hope to climb to that next ladder where you really want to be. Plowsy is 100% correct. Mark the time and the date. Plowhawk, there it is. That's the total package. You've got an endorser. I don't know what it's about. Maybe just a celebration for the contract. I don't know. All I can do is read what's in the prompter. I don't know. I think it it buys them more times if you fire them and then you got a new coach. You're more than likely having a lot of recruit decommit and opening up the recruiting process again. Uncle Tucker's not happy. Uh, He says, can you imagine Saban getting twirled around by one of his assistant coaches, like a twink who is the bell of the ball? What a joke. And, Doug, that was said with caps. And that's from Uncle Cucker. Yeah. I was very surprised by the full carry because he actually was bear hugged. Yeah. You don't want to be the guy who's in the arms of another gentleman. If you're going to pick someone else up, that's, you know, that's a little bit more manly. I was going to say, if that was sex, what, what position was that? Oh, for heaven's sakes. Uh, it's called the standing carry, actually. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to use the bat as like a pony. You know, like what was the bat for? <laughs> what was the bat like, for? Yeah, the, the bat I thought would be some sort of prop, and I was waiting for like him he hit to it do. Out of the park or like, something? can you imagine your your SEC coach after a five star recruit is riding a pony around? God, how's hey. that going to look if the guy leaves after a year too? Remember this little show while well, he was here for one season? He'll have enough money. I doubt he leaves here. Niggy derailing a conversation by asking dumb questions that are easily Googled. The tale is old as time. Doug, that's from Kwame Voyukas the Fourth. We're not, we're what not Googling Jack. Kwame and Colin, we're taking two calls today. You can be one of them, 636-9004-TMA. Uh, thanks for making it weird, possum. Any hoodles, Doug and I sometimes do the dirty dancing routine. We alternate who does the lifting, the bottom, as I like to call it. That's from Brian Henson, who is at Colts camp. No. Jonathan Taylor. What's going to happen? I don't have any idea. He doesn't know. He no. doesn't cover the Colts. Who's he cover? What was I supposed to Google? Uh, Kwame Voyukas, is he on the line yet? If I had to guess, who? Winery playing this, asking if Winery would play this fall as it's August 15th. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't, That'd be a I don't quick turnaround. <laughs> but you know how good he is? He would start day one right now, I think, as a, as a – Yeah, like he is I've, bigger I've, and better than half of their D linemen right now. Plaza, I watched his highlight tape, and obviously he looks incredible because he's so fast and he's so long. But, like, there's plays where they don't lay a finger on him and he gets to the quarterback before he can even hitch. Like, he's a man amongst boys. There you yeah, go. That, so he's good enough that if he was a senior, he'd come in right now and play. 100%. He would start right now. He doesn't need another year of high school. And it's crazy to think that, like, a 17-year-old could be effective like that. Uh, Doug, uh, I was watching the Colonel. uh, Wonderful coverage for PowerMizzou.com. I'm a subscriber. Very happy subscriber. You having a treat, bro? Is that that another chocolate donut? I'm on it, man. I'm, like, on the kick. I can't get off it. Where did you get that? QT. (laughs) QT. Yeah. Uh, And he was live. And uh, there was a, a little bit of a wait a delay before the announcement. And so the colonel was fielding questions, and our audience uh, popped into the chat. Oh, no. Let's take a listen. They didn't ruin it, I hope. Guys, uh, I've got people. Uh, I, I don't know. Gus, uh, no. I'm, I'm going to stay fully clothed here. Um, I appreciate it. This is 
certainly uh, no worse than the Luther Burden live stream we did a couple years ago. I, I had plenty of insults there. So uh, anyway, um, appreciate Lenny tossing me some money. I'm, I'm going to keep the shirt on, but uh, oh. appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> so good. So, yeah, That's you guys so just uh, keep commenting, keep chatting with each other. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bradley, look, I agree. This live does suck. This was not the plan, man. I'm with you. We're just doing what we can. Ed Hallman asking the last time I shaved was a year ago. No, man, it was like I, I shaved right before I got here. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit disturbed at the number of people asking me to take my shirt off. So good. It's so meaty. Hey, do appreciate you guys being here and being a part of it. I like the I do know this live stream sucks. It's so good. Poor Dave was holding his phone and like a stand mic trying to do this from a high school gym. The greatest. I felt terrible. Yeah, the delivery was definitely there. He had to drive forever. He must sometimes just ask himself why. Why Why do I even try? Yeah. Plowsy Mizzou has two of the three best D linemen in the SEC. That's from Larry Thornton. I'm Larry Thornton Lemon. I said he would be better than. Half of the D linemen on the roster right now, and it's easy, right? Well, he, like, might, he, be would better, be. he might be better than all of them if he's this good. Yeah, because he looks like a, a future NFL player, right? Oh, this he's, this yeah. is he's how they look in high an NFL player. Yeah. Tell Chester Cheeto to do any research prior to his sports takes. That's from Professor Roy Hinkley. Why? I can just ask the dais. Answered, and that's fine. We pride ourselves in being both uninformed and unprepared. Could have been a sophomore. I don't know. Anyone can do this show with lots of knowledge and stats and information in front of them. Just fly blind and try it yourself. There's some football players, quarterbacks that were drafted or not drafted. They were uh, committed to a school when they were like 12. Huh. That's true. <laughs> yes. There's some sixth graders who are committed to there college? Was a, there was a college, there was a uh, grade school quarterback that uh, I don't know if it was Alabama or Ohio State. Somebody saw him, and they, they gave him a uh, scholarship when he was 12. USC has done that. Lane Kiffin has done that a lot when he was at USC. Just an offer, right? Just an offer to a lot of 12- and 13-year-olds. Are they paying them already? Dude, in basketball, they have, like, rankings for, like, eighth graders right now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. There's, like, the 2029 recruiting class, and they're, like, 12 or 13. Uh, Jenny Talia is not happy with the talk of him uh, being number one. He says, why are Mizzou fans saying he's number one? He's not number one on any recruiting website. But Jackson and other Mizzou fans keep saying he's number one. It's semantics, but we don't have to misstate the truth. Doug, that's mm -hmm. from a female listener by the name of Jenny. Her last name is Talia. Okay. Uh, well, is he, is he not number Get one? On the stand. Uh, he's uh, number one in the state of Missouri, number one in his position on rivals. Jenny, tell you, call in. We will take uh, a call from one female today. I saw there was a Twitter graphic going around yesterday. Doug, did you see that graphic? Doug, did you see the graphic? No. It is all semantic because he's, uh, he's clearly could be number well, one player in the country, depending on position. Like, I mean, there's like consensus he's in the top five, but that, that's the problem with these recruiting sites. It's like they all have different, like ESPN has him ranked 12th and another site has him ranked third, like. And how do you compare a defensive lineman to a, right. a safety or a guard right. or something? That's why I love being an Illinois fan. We're never in these. So, like, yeah. we don't have the, you avoid the argument. We don't have the disappointment of yeah. a guy committing last minute to another. Nobody grabbing an Illinois hat to put football there. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm very comfortable with that now. Or on three. On three has him as the number one player in the 24 class. Which is a reputable source. Now, I could Google this, um, <laughs> but I forgot the dude's name already. Uh, what school did he go to? 
He goes to Lee Summit. Lee Summit. North. Okay. Lee Summit North, Doug. Big school. And it looks like he's playing it like little kids. Like the D line, like the offensive lineman he's playing against, or it's hilarious. <laughs> you could tell how scared they are, even from those back cameras. Yeah. Don't they put a couple blockers on him? Oh, yeah. He, Doesn't he matter. triple team, then he's yeah. just rolling through it, yeah. I'm excited to see him. I'm not a Missouri fan by any means. But, I mean, this is a pretty big deal. I'd rather Fight see Tiger. Ryan, I'd rather see Ryan Wingo. That's what I, I, I just How about find. both of them? How both about both of them? Great. Ryan Wingo is so damn good. I just, wherever he goes, I'm going to be a big fan of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like You won't decide till December, so you got some time to. Yeah. <sighs> Well, every coach always says, we're going to seal the borders in this state, and you're never going to get everybody. No. But if Missouri could just get the lion's share of the top recruits from this state, there's enough players out there. I think they'd be a lot better than they, than they are. Yeah. There's such an opportunity here, especially on the east side of the state, but also in Kansas City and across the state. We have an SEC program with one half of the state, or at least the St. Louis metropolitan area, without having a football team. They just have a golden opportunity. I mean, look at what's taken place with City, an MLS franchise. If you would have said 10 years ago an MLS franchise would have the presence that it has in St. Louis, people would have rolled their eyes. But look what's transpired over the last decade. There's a real opportunity here for Missouri, and I don't know if if they would have won the national championship in 07 or in 13. Perhaps there would have been, well, I know there would have been greater equity, but it would have had staying power through the downturn of 2015 and the the average seasons, if you'd want to call them that, or below average of the Barry Odom era, and to date, Eli Drinkwitz. But there's no reason that, you know, Missouri football shouldn't be a huge part of the St. Louis sports calendar. And it's a prime opportunity, and you have to build the foundation, and the foundation's built recruiting. So to get a player of his caliber, it's absolutely huge. And I, and I think, short term, I think they can have a hell of a year this year. I really do. Will you send your boys to play for drink when the time comes? Um, I don't know. Genetically, obviously, they're going to be huge, you know. Yeah, they're going to be big kids. So um, we're starting to field offers. Already? Yep. Yeah. And you can play for drink and go to Alabama because obviously he's the predecessor. Mm-hmm. So, I think you mean successor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever the my three he boys, sucks. my three boys were all both skinny and slow, and for some reason, Mizzou didn't think that would equate well, what's the problem to be what's effective the problem football there? players. Oh, they could be a great wideout, D back maybe. I said slow, and skinny. <laughs> That's the worst possible combination in football, and yet Mizzou still turned their their back on them. So you know, I'm I'm a little hurt, for sure. I don't understand this text from Mr. Licks. It says Jackson remains. Oh, it's saying Jackson's the one responsible for St. Louis starter packs. Now I get it. Girls from Chesterfield after their first semester at Alabama. Oh, bless your heart. In other words, saying that the girls from Chesterfield who go down to Tuscaloosa come back and start adopting Southern phrases such as oh, they do. bless your heart. Oh, bless your heart. And Mr. Licks was giving Jackson credit for his wonderful creations on the St. Louis Starter Pack's Instagram account, which, for my money, next to Ella Reese, is the best Instagram account out there, Doug. Really? Yeah. And Jackson does it? And Jackson does it. It doesn't take long to pick up certain phrases and accents if you move to another state. Yeah. So, bless your heart, that's no big deal. 
There you bothering go. licks, okay. Mr. Lick. <laughs> what phrases do we have here that are unique to the rest of the country? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Saying, <laughs> saying ope when you, you walk past somebody. Saying what? Ope. Like, ope. Let me get right past you real quick. Oh. All right. That's like a Midwest thing. That's Midwest or is that St. Louis? Uh, more Midwest. <laughs> Playing catch as opposed to have a catch? Is that a Midwest thing? I think have a catch is more a northeast thing yeah. and the rest of the country is play catch. Yeah. Uh, good morning. Mr. Licks was 100% blackballed from his fraternity Umsel. That's from the Warsaw. Mm. It's wacko. Is there a Greek, Greek system in Umsel? I don't uh, I bet know. That, yeah, there is. 100% there is. I knew a kid. And Mr. Licks was blackballed? That's tough. You change that to Merrimack and it'd be funnier. Merrimack, I'm not positive. Has it. I don't think so. They oh. blackballed a kid at my fraternity once. It's his dad, he was, they called him a legacy. His dad had been a Sigma Nu, and I think his grandfather had even given some money, but this kid was so darn weird. And as a pledge, he insisted, <laughs> insisted and demanded that he park in the prime number one spot because he had to plug in his, the heater block on his car when the weather turned cold. Oh, my God. How did that play? It didn't play well at all. And after much hand-wringing and worrying and some consultation with the big brass at the top of the... In fraternity ladder, they decide we're going to have to let him go. We're going to have to let him go. Oh, that's outstanding. I can't even imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Alabama fans are bad enough, but the dads who send their sons and daughters down there and then become huge Alabama fans are the worst. Go F yourselves. That's from Stephen Wilde, which sounds like a mic drop's brewing. Well, you're going to root for the college. Where your kid goes, you're going to root for him. My sister or my niece goes to Tennessee, and now the whole family roots for Tennessee. What's wrong with that? Well, how about when she graduates? Will you still root for them or come back home well, to know. Missouri? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but I don't. When she graduates, I'm yeah. sure she'll always be a Tennessee person, but... She will be. Yeah. But how about you? I don't. I thought you rooted for Tennessee. No, her mom and dad, my sister oh. and brother-in-law and her... My other niece, they root for Tennessee because she yeah, goes there. I can see that. Guys, I lived in Arkansas for almost seven years, and it took about four, four years before y'all became a part of my vocabulary. It seemingly only took that dainty little Southern Belle Brian Kelly one day. It's really amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's from Carlos Spicy. <laughs> and he started to lose recruits after, like, he started doing the accent. Remember he went dancing with the... It wasn't he basically humping... The oh. recruit with the helmet on, and then he deccommitted it. And Who was he humping? Went somewhere else. <laughs> he was, like, on this really spinning podium, and he's, like, doing this yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he likes doing, to dance. Yeah, less is more when you're, when you're him. You know what else is weird is you see somebody gets a head coaching job <laughs> at Arkansas, and all the fans start doing the suey pig Who Arkansas. Who picks suey? Big suit, and this guy's been in town for 30 minutes, and now he's up there yelling, pig. Yeah, <laughs> this is my dream really job. Yeah. And they hold their nose up. It's awful. Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow moved to England, and uh, she did an interview. Different topic? <laughs> no, four, day, four days after she moved to England, and she was on a talk show talking about moving to England, she started talking an English accent. I don't like that. And the host even said, you only lived there four days. Where did that come from? I don't like that. Does Kenny ask dumb, asinine questions that derail every conversation? Absolutely. But let's be honest. There are far more chub-chubs doing it on the fan pin. My God, there are some attention-seeking dumbs out there. Doug, that's from the Nixa Nut Smuggler. Okay. Nixa, Missouri. 
Why'd you tie me into it? <laughs> Kelly was dry humping a recruit who committed to save in the next week. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine why. Doug, that's from our Georgia yeah. correspondent, Alan Badeville. I remember it was really quick after his humping visit that right. he went somewhere else. You would cancel your commitment somewhere where the coach started dry humping you, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a can't miss prospect growing up in Baton Rouge and you hump him and then he goes yeah. to the next save. That's the, the first week. date. What's going to happen three weeks down the line? Most people lose their job for that. You're going to think you're at it, Penn State <laughs> with Joe Paterno. It was so weird looking, man. They're on this little tiny podium and he has like full pads. You know, the, the kid. Yeah. Oh. I mean, can you imagine Brian like Kelly a, just standing there awkwardly <laughs> dancing and gyrating. A general manager of a of a big company. We got a new hire. She came all the way from New York. Did you start humping her? Look at this, a new accountant. <laughs> I think it would be inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And he's barely 18. You bring up Paltrow's accent once a week. It's from the Crystal oh, City Climate. <laughs> I don't know what you're listening to. Uh, to be fair, when you did bring up the, the accent thing, I was like, I think he's got to tell the Quest Paltrow <laughs> thing again. Well, tied right in. It did. I can't lie. It did. Yeah. Uh, good morning. Is it just me or is the fan page just become a bunch of dumb boomers? It's literal garbage. Like, it's just a bunch of old pervs ogling pictures of girls. Thanks. That's from Mr. Licks. Doug, he's condemning. Who the are the boomers page. on there? Kevin Miller? No, that might be fat <laughs> Oh. Well, do what I do. Dead Is Kevin leave. Miller even yeah. old enough Just to be... leave the page. Be better for it. Kevin you're Mi- a boomer? Kevin I'm... Miller's a boomer. I don't know what I am. I don't know if he's old enough to be a boomer. Do you and Do- Iggy are both boomers. Yeah. But I don't know that Kevin Miller's reached that age that he would be a, ba- a boomer. What about Fat Ho? I don't know who Fat What Ho? about his mom, who's not his wife, who could be, can't have a wife, can't have a mom? mom. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't have a mom if you don't have a wife, I think it was. Because he's not that mom's mom. You don't mom. have a mom. That kid's not your mom's married. son, so. Yeah. Well, first of all, you don't have a mom because you're not married, so your kids don't have that mom that you're dating. <laughs> That's zero that last, sense. The last part. The kid don't have that mom I, that you're I dating. said it, and I it's still It's like an anagram. I still can't tell you what I meant. Mr. Licks is 100% correct. That's from Mr. Siders. I don't know what Mr. Licks is correct about. He's been very active this morning. Missouri fans would celebrate drink dry humping players if they could get back to the SEC championship game. Hunchback of On Castle. Steve, call in. You're the best caller on TMA. Proven by yesterday's poll on the fan player. 318 yes votes to 10 no. Great take, Iggy. He calls in for 20 plus minutes and gets little to no hate text afterwards. That's from Beer Cats. You may remember him winning the Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month yeah. in January. Right. Yeah, that was a real fair poll putting it on the fan page, and it was something I brought up, so you know it's going to be voted down. I don't care. No, you don't. This isn't a bad take. It's my take. Right. It was a hot take. It wasn't a hot take, it was just an opinion. That just shows you how bad the fan page is. Oh, it's just a bunch of boomers now? <laughs> oh, the fan page is wild, man. But not wild with boomers. It's a young, younger crowd, right? Maybe millennials? Uh, Jackson? Uh, I think if I had to guess, most of the page would be made up by a split of millennials and Gen X, <laughs> while boomers <laughs> and Gen Z take a much smaller portion. Well, what's the difference in Gen X and Gen Z? Gen X, I believe, is like Tim's age group, and then uh, millennials would be like just a few years younger, 
And then Gen Z is like my age, like 25 or younger. Doug, there you go. Nice breakdown. So 40s, 30s, 20s. Yeah, so like 40s and 30s would be the majority, probably boomers in third, and then Gen Z in fourth. When did they start labeling people when they were born? Probably the greatest generation, eh? I th- probably the baby boomer generation. Were my grandma, grandparents baby, part of anything? I think it's baby boomers because there was a big uh, increase in the population right after the uh, GIs came home from World War II. There was a huge boom in the population. So we became star baby for, boomers. Star for sex? Well, they were just away. They were away for three or four years. They came home, started their families. You know, a million at the same time, a million or more. Got it. All right. <laughs> he got it. I think that's the first generation that was labeled as baby boomers. And so I, about, I could be wrong there. And then about, retroactively, they called the, old, the people of their parents the greatest generation. Yeah, that right? came much later. Right. Much later when we realized what the sacrifices they had right, actually right. made. It wasn't at the time they were called. No. That, that makes uh, sense. I don't know. I think like 30 years from now, people look back at Instagram posts and think that now is the greatest generation. This will never you, happen. I was, I was, I'm glad you said it. No, his, no historian worth his salt will ever refer to this as the oh, greatest yeah. generation. You're talking TikTok. Twitter, all this stuff that yeah. have changed the world for mm-hmm. the better. There's yeah. not one thing wrong with those that you can name. But who decides when the cutoff is? Doug, like the why last, did you decide the cutoff? No, the I last one was millennial. Bill generation. The last one was His millennial, name is right? Bill generation. <laughs> the last one was millennial, right? What? The last or, last one was millennial. Like the youngest people? I mean, what was the last group of people that were labeled something? Gen Z. Right. Or I guess Zoomers are now younger than I. All right, so when do you decide? I'd say okay. younger than I. You'd say younger, younger than me. I know. Damn it. Zoomers. Come on. I know. Dad I know. has I had d- this conversation with you. I know. He's going to get upset. And he's an education. Zoomers is like the worst name But when do, you, when do you decide, okay, the Zoomers are in. Let's come up with another name for this generation. When do you decide what year you start that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who gets to and decide. And I'm not Googling it because I wouldn't even <laughs> know what to ask. <laughs> I don't know who gets to decide yeah, I'm not, is there one person that says, okay, time to I don't know. Who gets to group? decide it? Bill. I don't know. <laughs> Bill, Bill Generation. generation. Bill G. Bill G. Uh, good morning. The fan pin has more than one guy who clearly has nowhere better to ask stupid questions and brag about their kids' accomplishments. That's from Uncle Cucker. The Loomster, Doug, you remember him? He was up for Listener of the yes. Year, and he won the Lisa and Dating Games. Yeah, says, he did. It may be accurate, Jackson, but the boomers sure post the most. Not a moment goes by in their life that they don't tell the fan page about. That's from the Loomster. Listen, I don't know, like, the post breakdown by generation. Can you do a post breakdown by generation today for Balloon Party? Well, let me get in contact with my friends at StatMuse and see if I can make I like a couple that. graphics. I like that I do. I've obviously been to the golf tournaments, been to the live events. I see one or two boomers. That's it. There's hardly no. I can't too imagine busy the, the boomers are hanging out on the fan page. Oh, there's a, oh, there's so many of them, dude. Who? All the ones that are terrible. Oh God. I right. think you're just shifting blame from one generation to the next. Hey, right. that's yeah, that's accurate. Right now, Swope is on the phone calling every person on the fan page. Oh uh, yeah, what are you, Boomer? Okay, one for you. Uh, hi there, Bill. What are you? Okay, Gen X. Okay, uh, Tim. I've called uh, all seven thousand of the members, and uh, here's the breakdown. I Swope's doing a Gallup poll, according to. I, I have Boomers every now and then tell me they listen to the show, but I don't, I don't know of any of them that are on that damn fan page. Uh, 
Bro, you have no idea. Wacko is 100% a boomer. He thinks having a half a million in the bank at age 60 is enough to get by and condemns anything that is younger and better than him. He's the type of old who likes pictures of girls on Instagram and doesn't realize that it can be publicly seen. That's from Mr. Oh. Lynch. I think we stop shaming be... someone with a half a million dollars in the bank at 60. <laughs> oh, and that shaming? The are last we... part of that text what was are we doing? so spot on. Oh, so Horace Woods Wacko is liking pictures of girls. Not him. <laughs> Not him specifically, but I had this one buddy's, one of my buddy's tads on Twitter. <laughs> His Twitter account was brutal. I was like, dude, you got to realize that people can see what you like and what you tweet at people. It was really bad. <laughs> and he had no idea. So I can confirm that that does go on, but not necessarily with the worst and what's wacko. He's good people. Not everyone on the fan page is a boomer, but they all have boomer hearts, lifespans, and cholesterol levels. That's from Tug McGraw. You have to be over 60 years old to be a boomer. More like over 65 to be a boomer. Well, Swope's doing the Gallup poll, according okay. to Iggy. We'll get the information here momentarily. Right. It is uh, 743. That means we're in the Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Say, uh, in the market for a new whip, what about a pre-owned one? Do you need to get your car serviced? Good. Now go to stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com and work with the best in the business. Who's the best in the business? Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganass. It's Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. 314-252-0029. Work with Munganass, St. Louis Acura. And Alton Toyota. I was surprised this morning as I was driving in, and yet another day where it's rainy, but I think it's going to be glorious. Doug, a high of only 78 today, but yeah, optimal silly. conditions. Yeah. Uh, is, is that accurate, or are you seeing it yeah. a little warmer? <clears throat> yeah, if you want to play today, go play. It's not going to bother you. All right, there you go. Go play. Well, I would hope you could play in 78-degree weather. Well, well I just saw the rain, rain, so I didn't but, know if it was going to rain. But it's not going to be that big of a deal. Okay, there it is. And then it's sunny for a while, and... Uh, Highs in the low 80s. Ew. Get up in the morning, it's in the 60s, and then next week we get back in the mid-90s. Yeah, they've cut back on that Wednesday forecast. For a while it said 106. Yeah, that's because I said your app is crazy. It's not because you said that. It's not because you don't Well, it's funny. Every time I say it, they change. It is true, Doug. So you think the people that run this app on Google or Apple or wherever it comes from, you think they listen and adjust their forecast based on what you say? They've heard that I'm usually right, so we'll turn it Iggy. Sakes. When Tim said 106, Iggy said, that's stupid. It's not going to be that and high. They lowered yeah, and they lowered it. They lowered it immediately by like about 5-6%. Okay. Uh, so that means you can go out today on a beautiful day and go to Family Golf and Learning Center, a premier golfing facility for all abilities and ages, providing a friendly and encouraging practice experience for the individual or for the family. I have taken my son out to that par 3 course. I also go out to the driving range. I love the short game area. They have wonderful instructors there if you want to improve your game. Plus, you can host events there like birthday parties, corporate events, and clinics. They have club fitting, and they make St. Louis better at golf. Learn, practice, play your best golf with Family Golf and Learning Center, familygolfonline.com. Get involved on this program by texting in the EDF group text inbox. The number is 314-881-TMA5. That's 314-881-TMA5. Engineer Design Facilities, moving forward as the EDF Group, the most experienced data center and critical facilities service provider in St. Louis. Check out that newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group, your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF Group, email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at theedfgroup.com. 
Com. And while you're there, think about it. Doug, think about our title sponsor, Ryan Kelly. Oh. He's online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Sure. He'd like to help you uh, refinance. And a lot of people are thinking, why would I refinance my mortgage loan if I had a loan for 2 or 3% and now there's 6 or 7 Well, it wouldn't make sense unless you're carrying a lot of credit card rate, uh, credit card debt. And that is a killer. The average credit card interest rate right now, over 24%. So you don't want to be paying that. You just don't want to. It's the highest it's been in over 30 years. With inflation, people are carrying more debt than ever. So put your equity to work for you with a simple cash-out refinance. The average home loan expert client receives more than $54,000 cash-out on their refi. And with inflation here, people taking on more debt than ever. If you're a homeowner, leverage that equity. Put it to work for you with a simple cash-out refi with the home loan expert. Their customer-first approach to mortgages is what separates them from the competition. They'll walk you through all your options, provide expert guidance at every step, ensuring your loan will close quickly and smoothly as possible. It's Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert. I've refinanced twice with Ryan, yeah. the reigning middleweight champion of this here show. And he's, he's got looking, the strap, and he's, and he's looking, looking for another for opponent. opponent. He's got some ring rust. He wants to shake off and fight somebody. I mean, he's snorting like an angry bull, Ooh, and he wants a Jackson's shot at a somebody. But first, he'd like a shot at your mortgage. Yes, he would. Let him help you refinance and get rid of that horrible credit card debt. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Get pre-approved and then get your home with Jeff Lottman, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com in studio last week here on TMA. And he is working with our listeners. If you were looking to buy a home, you know the market is rough right now. Not a lot of supply, but there's plenty of demand. You need a real estate agent who knows the market, and Jeff has been working in the St. Louis market for more than 20 years. He is a loyal TMA listener. He works with Compass Realty to give you the luxury experience. Luxury is not about price point per se. It's about experience, treatment of clients. If you're looking to buy or sell your home, work with Jeff Lottman of Lottman Realty, Compass Realty. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jeff Lottman. Compass Realty. Boy, they are coming in here. Uh, Stephen Wildwood says, I will fight Ryan, but I'm on a five-year plan to get him to fighting shape. So he will five fight him plan. in 2028. So That's, you can pencil uh, that in. Uh, the only bad thing about the helmet nachos is that you can't set them down in the tank lid properly, so sometimes some refried bean and cheese chunks fall into the bowl, causing them to get soggy due to the moisture seeping out of a previous boy's duty. Oh. But, that, but that flavor, Doug, oh. that's from Deek Dotum. Don't say duty. I kind of said that was the only bad thing about that. <laughs> yeah. Everything and the helmet won't the stay because it's rounded at the top, right? It needs, <laughs> a, it, it needs more of a flat base. All I know is I love watching boomers with names like Jim and Phil play pickleball and see those hairless ankles on display from so many years of wearing dress socks. Ooh la la. That's from the downtown <laughs> Interesting insult. Yeah, there's some sports that don't need to be televised. Pickleball is just miserable, dude. Like, it may be fun to play. I'm sure it is. It is. Have you ever played? No, it's have you watched it? It's just dre- it's absolutely dreadful television. 
Like, <laughs> well, no one's forcing you to. There's lots of bad TV out there. Oh, I agree. No, I'm just saying I don't get the appeal of watching it on so TV. on ESPN? It's on some terrible channel. <laughs> oh, sure. Though. Bailey's? Yeah, That's yeah, a negative I could attitude. See Bailey's. I could see him doing right at Bush Stadium during a game. Doubles is kind of boring because the whole thing is you don't want it. It's not like tennis. You're trying to hit it hard and hit it past somebody. You just keep kind of flick it right at each other at the net. I call it dinking. Yeah. Oh, I like that dinking, Doug. Trying to get the other guy to step into the kitchen. It's yeah. kind of boring. It's not for athletes. Like tennis is for athletes. Pickleball is not for athletes. Well, it's for it's for people that are a little old and can't run around on a tennis court. That's cute. It, there are, no, wow. there are a lot of younger people play it because it is so much fun. What is it sponsored by? Depends and May. Oh, for heaven's sakes, Plowsy! I'll tell you who's sick is my boy Herb. He's oh, I sick bet he is a dog player. out there on the court. I bet sick. he takes no prisoners. When he's not old. No, he's not. He's 25. And John, he's probably an athlete. John, you pretty good, too. Oh, I bet, yeah. I could see, yeah, guys like you, man, I could see dominating the circuit. Oh, sure, now it's different, yeah. Well, he's <laughs> well, great. No, I'm, I'm sure saying, it's a great I'm sport. I'm sure he takes now. on a, the other olds, and you, man, is, like, athletic. So, like, yeah, I could see him being a sneaky play there. He was playing yeah. before anybody really knew what pickleball was. He got in the ground floor. Okay. He might have started it. Oh, I don't, I'm not sure he started it. Uh, Doug Orson with Wacko. It uh, sounds like he might sue for slander. For the record, I am Gen X, literally the last hope for this country since Licks and his band of entitled turds who are too lazy to do anything to make the lives of themselves and others better. Looking at Twitter and the pillar carpool line doesn't enrich your life, you idiot. That's from the Orson with Wacko. So Why don't you two just bitterness. compare your bank accounts and get it over I with? I thought that was going to happen at the Starbucks at Clayton and Lindbergh. And they were both bringing balance sheets. Uh-huh. A big folder and everything full of all kinds of documents. <laughs> Guys, no joke. In high school, I had to text my summer baseball coach and let him know we could all see all of the porn he was liking on Twitter. That's from the 304. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it's real. <laughs> well, as long as you don't bring it around the kids, I mean... <laughs> yeah, think, but still you think not there's not, You think there's not, not male coaches look. out there watching porn? But it's not a good look, <laughs> It's no, kind I mean, of a don't ask, don't tell kind of policy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't want to be replying to Dillian Harper. Hey, sweetie, how you doing? You know, that's kind of a... That's what you do. That's not what anyone else Yeah, does. but I don't care what people think of me. Right. And does it does it work when you call her sweetie? Does she like that? She asked about his bed. Well, we know each other, so... I'm kind of careful using that word, but when I use that word, it's not demeaning. It's a term of endearment when yeah. I use it. Just like deer and kiddo. kiddo. Yeah. Darling. Yeah, I'm not a... I don't know what the word I'm using. <laughs> well, when you... Didn't when mean you, to worry you out. Like when you... Hey, sweetheart, how you doing? That's kind of... Uh, you mas- get all breathy with Masonist. Yeah. Massa... <laughs> misogynist. Misogynist. Yeah, I'm not like Not masochist. I'm not You're like a masseuse? That. I'm not like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't... Have a complete stranger porn person that I don't know. And hey, sweetie, you looking good? I wouldn't do that to somebody I don't know. No, <laughs> but I know no, Dylan. Absolutely not. And she usually likes it when I say Does that. Does she so. really? Well, maybe you ought to reconnect with her. I've tried. I've sent her a DM. Said, give me a call. And what'd she say? Got back to me. No, I said no. I don't know how. You've been how ghosted. Often, I don't know how often she looks at her DMs. A lot of these girls don't Never. even check their DMs because they get like a thousand a day. Never. I bet they have their DMs like blocked. Probably so. I asked Lainey, who used to be her publicist. Lainey Spicer. Yeah. I said, <laughs> I said she's moved down back down to Florida. She left Leo's house. Do you got a contact for her? She goes, oh, I don't have a number. 
Well, you used to work for her. You can't find one? But she's not going to give up phone numbers. Well, she would because she knows me. What about Brian Gross? Right. Uh, he doesn't know anybody. <laughs> and Leo, who she used to live with in Philadelphia, he's doesn't return calls anymore. He doesn't even answer his phone. You're being ghosted. What's the name Take of the, the other hint. porn media guy? Oh, Captain Jack. Captain Jack. Captain Jack or sideways. Captain Jack. Does he have a number? No, he just... That's why all of his interviews are like these girls that just... They're 19 years old, just joined the circuit. Circuit, have, they call it, Doug. We have a new girl Senior in... Senior circuit. We have a new girl in the industry. Uh, Her parents don't Breezy, know where she is either. Breezy Johnson. Breezy Johnson. Sounds like he plays running Johnson? back for K-State. Breezy, how'd you get into the business? Tony Johnson's daughter. When'd you lose your virginity? I would like to attend Iggy's Hall of Fame ceremony, but did anybody know who Andre is and how far Telegraph Road is from Huntley? It's from Mr. Licks. Yeah, that's a long-ass drive. Yeah, it's... What does who Andre is mean? Well, I think it's at the Andre's Banquet Hall and off Telegraph. That's where the Hall of Fame ceremony is. That's a long-ass drive. What's that? It's not that bad. 20 minutes or so, 25 <laughs> from where you are. It's, it's in Oakville, isn't it? Yeah. That's not far. It's Patty Maroon country. It's about yeah. as far south as you can go. <laughs> then there's Antarctica. Well, how about Arnold? That's even farther south. Well, Imperial and Sushi. As far south as I go. I mean, when I go visit my mom and dad at Jefferson Barracks, it's out there. Yeah, it's the other side that's of Jefferson. That's about as far as I go. But it's a long haul. And, and there's eight people going in. Eight. eight people. Is that a big class? Yes. Is huge. it really? Huge. Are you and happy I, that it's a big class, or are you... No, it's going to be a long night. Oh, well, you're going to have to limit your speech to about an hour. When, have, when is the uh, ceremony? They have me last, so I got to... You already know you're speaking last? They've already established it? Well, they had, like, the order that people are going in. Probably alphabetical order. Oh, Bill. Well, it is, and I'm last. It's the per it's the people that go in for a performance, and then they... I think Then I think it's the meritorious service people. And I'm last. Uh, Tervis Parish wants to know why the St. Charles Hall of Fame dinner is being held in Deep South County. It's not the St. Charles Hall of Fame. It's the St. Louis USBC. Yeah, there you go, Tervis Parish. Hope that explains. So when is the ceremony, sir? Uh, October somewhere, I think. I thought it was in November. October 8th, 9th, 10th, something like that. Doug, is it October 8th, 9th? I, I haven't checked yet. I don't know. First. October 7th is when uh, that Southern Bell comes to town, Brian yeah. Kelly. No, oh, I have nobody coming to my... Because of Brian Kelly? <laughs> well, I'll be down in Mizzou watching LSU. Fight Tiger. Two undefeated Tigers going up against each other, Doug. Mm -hmm. Seven o'clock start. See you there. Oh, that'd be lovely. Oh, my. God, I would love that. Pony. Mm. So you won't be coming to my thing? I would not. Okay. I will not, no matter what, honestly. And I say that just so I don't have to lie to you. I, I, would, be, I would be embarrassed if you came, actually. <laughs> but uh, if it weren't for the LSU game, you think this place would be packed? No. Up for snatch grabs? No, I get one f free ticket, two tickets. To oh, so you'd somebody. have to buy a table? No. No, if somebody wants to come, it's 40 bucks a person. But I get two complimentary tickets, so if I, whoever I take. Who are you going to take? I don't oh, know. Oh, wow, well, this, this is a big is, moment. Yeah. Uh, who wants to come? There's no girl I know that wants to come sit at a you're bowling, going to a Hall of Fame. Bowling banquet and watch me. Oh, there that's a hard that's a hard push. How about yeah. one, of the, one of your old bowlers at Frontneck whose heart you broke by? Crashing the program. <laughs> Fun neck. Fun pond. Front neck school. Yeah, kind of, you know. Front neck bowling I'd program. I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather coach the front neck uh, bowling team. Or more Where money. Do they play? <laughs> sax? They play at sax. A couple lanes in the Starbucks. Yeah.
Uh, Blues and Blackhawks have a preseason game that day. Iggy, nobody can make it. That's from Mrs. Jenny Shanahan. Blues and Blackhawks on October 7th? I haven't checked. I don't know. I don't believe I asked you, but... (laughs) (laughs) Is it preseason hockey? He's going (laughs) to railroad this ceremony. I mean, there could be anything going on other than this, and they would go to that. Los Only Boys coming back? I wish they would. I wish they would. Uh, Then I may not go. Number one, it's right off the interstate, Ken. And number two, will you be wearing your little busman first communion suit again? That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. Yeah, I do believe the outfit I had on the last one has probably cost more than anything you have in your closet. So. <laughs> oh, more than anything he's got. I like he might have a nice suit, and it's still worth more than that. Well, this is better than a nice suit. Mm. See, I don't wear suits. Why not? I just, I don't wear three-piece suit with matching vest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just a nice pair of slacks and a nice jacket. A nice pair of slacks. Yeah, this would have been like in July. I'd probably own a pair of white pants and maybe a, a blue blazer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of look like an admiral. So are we breaking down outfit to a yeah, bowling? I've already, I think so. I've already laid my. What do you wear to a bowling all the pants ceremony? I already laid my. Well, spicy wiener brought it up. You gotta wear bowling <laughs> shoes, don't you? You'd have to wear a nice pair of colored bowling shoes. No, that's not a term we use. Anymore. Larry nice. Nickel is on the line, Doug, and he wants to talk about going in. I think he's emceeing. Larry, are you emceeing the uh, Hall of Fame ceremonies on October seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth? Uh, I have other plans on that weekend. <laughs> Wow, all four What if I asked you to introduce me? Yes, how about uh, that? I may go I'll if that have, were the I'll case. Have, I'll probably cancel my plans. Oh. Look at that, Doug. Things are starting to happen okay, now. Okay, I like the way this is going. <laughs> yeah, you never know. That gold jacket's wonderful. back out. Yeah, if, you guys work together on the call of some boxing matches. How about if you introduce me and then accept for me, too? Then okay. Now, you're not going then in. I don't have to go at all. <laughs> Hello, Larry. <laughs> yeah. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. There you go, Doug. It's all, all happening. Right. Oh, well, what happened last I night? I was waiting for you to ask that, Doug. Okay, I just did. What happened last okay. evening on the presentation? Well, the much anticipated match between Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus happened last night in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. What? And the stipulation was. That Trish uh, Dash's protege, Zoe Stark, was banned from ringside. And it wound up being a double count out where both competitors were outside the ring for a count of 10. What? Still fighting. Oh, because they didn't want either one to lose? Is that how they do that? Uh, what are you talking about, Doug? Well, the writers. They want to protect both the. Combatants records or something. Set them up for a pay-per-view coming up in a few weeks. Well, it doesn't seem that way, but if I was in charge, which I should be coming October 6th because there's a SmackDown coming to St. Louis. Oh, is there? Yeah, I should say, uh, versus Becky Lynch, no count-out, no disqualification, must win my pinfall submission. Yeah. Well, it'll probably happen. Give it time. Give them another week to set things up. Okay. Another thing that happened on the presentation. Zami Zayn went up against uh, J.D. McDonough because apparently they had some beef last week when 
Sami Zayn was both being in a six-man tag match, and J.D. Madonna attacked him before the match. So they had to, they, so Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes had to find a replacement, which was Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. That was, yeah. Oh, Larry, I have a question that just came in from Shrimply Pibbles. Uh, he says, hey, Timmy, would you do me a favor and ask Larry if he'd rather sleep with the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, or Coco Beware? Uh, tell that texter neither. Yeah, good answer. Uh, Shrimply Pibbles, the answer is You don't neither. have to be pigeonholed in some answer like that. Right. What if Virgil were included? Yes. I don't want to answer any more questions, any more stupid questions like that. There you go. Even, yeah. even if they brought back, even, even if you guys brought back Ask Lawrence. So even if we brought back Ask Lawrence in which you wore a wonderful robe at Lucas Park and answered questions while enjoying a snifter of booze, you would not return? Well, depending on if they ask legitimate questions, not... Questions by Dogtown Astrovan. Dogtown Astrovan got a hit, even though Shrimply Pibbles asked the question. What would be an example, for the audience's sake, of a legitimate question you would tend to if Ask Lawrence experienced a reboot? Uh, I would answer the question about how I got my start on this fine presentation. Nice. Mm. And I think you were correcting us on John Cena's height and weight, or was it Triple H, Doug? I don't remember. It was John Cena and Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. You didn't feel like that was a fair fight, did you, John? John Cena a little bigger. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is like what, five four, hundred and forty pounds, and they match him against a guy who's about six four, two fifty. Is it me? No, Rey Mysterio is uh, Rey Mysterio is one hundred and seventy five pounds. Doug. Oh, is he really? Okay. Yeah. And but... by the way, Rey Mysterio is the new United States champion. Really? He's got to okay. be getting old, too, isn't he? He's been around a long time. Yeah, yeah he just got inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Oh, bowling Hall of Fame? No, Wrestling. the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, sick. Uh, Dotum has a question. Are you taking questions? It was from Dotum, yes. Okay, there All you right. go. A question for Larry. My wife has been asking me to treat her like a dog and a toilet. Should I leave her? It's from Dotum. Uh, no. Stay with her. Keep the family yeah. together. Okay, yeah, that's the most important thing. Is Larry distracted by the hot episode of ER in the background? That's from the 314. Uh, the correct 314 is the closer and no. The closer? Who stars in the closer, Doug? I don't know. Jason Essinghausen. Bruce Suter, I would assume. Engine 42, how no. do you do? Uh, Kevin Bacon's wife, Karen Cedric. Hmm. Fun. Okay. Fun show. Ever watch NYT, NYPD Blue, Larry? Sometimes. Impressionless. Uh, Is that the end of the line of questions? Uh, <laughs> she's watching a lot of these uh, detective shows. I thought maybe oh. so. I'm guessing uh, Tom Selleck, if I'm not, if I'm not correct. Yeah. Okay. Magnum P.I.? What uh, Major League franchise's hat did he wear? Tigers? Yes. Nice. You know that, Larry? He looked like he could play a little bit. Yeah, he was in Mr. Was I'm he in Mr. Three Thousand or Mr. Baseball? Something like that. Mr. Bernie Mac was Mr. Three Thousand. I'm guessing Timmy was either New York team or Boston. Oh, it's Detroit Tigers. Tom Selleck turned down uh, 
uh, Indiana Jones to be in uh, whatever Magnum PI. Is that right? Yeah, Big L. Well, wow. he probably made a fortune on Magnum sure, PI. Sure, 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 sure. You think he's hotter with the mustache or without? I don't know. No, with, with, with. Can always, always with. Tweet out a poll from the Balloon Party account. It'd be 99 to 1. Everyone knows. I agree. Yeah, you can't picture him without a mustache. Just like you can't picture Sam Elliott without his big. No. I showed Tim, I showed you a picture of Sam Elliott with no uh, mustache. Didn't look as manly, Doug. No. Oh, really? He still had the deep voice. He does. Is that back from his Falstaff days? Huh? He, uh, before anybody knew who he was, he did a Falstaff commercial oh, here in St. Louis. Well, you got to start somewhere. Amen. Uh, Larry, one more question from Dotum. Question for Larry. My father-in-law likes to shave himself smooth, but I prefer that he keep the shrubs matted and full of flavor. How do I let him know without hurting his feelings? Uh, don't hurt his feelings, but not say anything. But yeah. he prefers those matted tufts. Well, change his own. Yeah. Spike Rito. Yeah. Just a look into ask words. It's good responses, Larry. Because this is the guy he'd be corresponding <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah. Essentially, yes. <laughs> uh, do you have the top five countries in the world available? Yes, I do, Tim. Okay, we'd like to hear them. Number five will be Indonesia. Huh. Okay. Number four will be China. Oh, how could China get in the top five? Oh, wait a minute. I'll take, I'll take that back. Though. Thank so you. Give it to Russia. Must have gotten a different piece of information on the GDP. Yeah. Number four will be England. There you okay, go. Okay, that's better. Number three will be Australia. All right. I sensed a pause there and like it was improv. Number two, Canada. America's hat. Okay. Number one, United States of America. Yes, right, then. yes, yes, yes. That's good. A nice list. Larry, God bless you, and God bless you, United States of America. Yeah. God bless America. There he All is, right, thank you, the Nick best Z. in the business. His name is Larry Nickel, also the best in the business, James Carlton, who was in here yesterday. I bet James Carlton's on a high no after the so. williams Winery news. Uh, James Carlton is my insurance agent. He is the Plowhawks insurance agent. He has like 322 five-star reviews on Google, and that is because he and his staff – a practice customer service like nobody's business. And that is one of the reasons why I am so happy I made the switch to James Carlton and the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency way back when, oh, about five years ago now. CarltonInsurance.net is where you can go. You make the switch. They do all the paperwork for you. Or you can call 314-961-4800 and let them know you are a TMA listener. It's James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Jackson, do you know anything about Mark Hanna if people are looking for a financial advisor? I personally think Mark Hanna is the bee's knees. I concur, Tim. Nice. I would absolutely work with Mark Hanna. I, in fact, I do work with Mark Hanna. Wow, wow, wow. I yeah. know Doug works with Mark wow, Hanna. Wow, 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 sure. wow. I know producer Joe works with Mark Hanna. Wow, 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 wow. And a number of our listeners also work with Mark Hanna, and they all echo the same sentiment, that working with Mark Hanna, it's like a weight off your shoulders. You know, you can give him a call if you have to adjust your plan, the plan that he custom-made for you, educate you on the plan so that you know what you're doing, where your money's going to, and then if you have to make an adjustment down the road because life has so many variables, you can get on the phone with Mark Hanna, and when you get off the phone, you're going to feel better than when you got on the phone. And to me, that is worth everything. So if you're out there looking for a financial advisor, just looking for some help, maybe just a couple ideas, get in touch with Mark Hanna. You're going to be really happy that you did. I work with Mark Hanna. You should also work with Mark Hanna. Here's his number if you'd like to work with him, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. 
Evergreenwealth.com. That's Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. It comes your way at approximately 945. Jackson and I are going to deal with uh, a situation, uh, Doug. Uh, What's happening? Well, uh, in the YouTube chat, uh, we have our supporters, but we have what I would describe as detractors as okay. well. Uh, Patrick Patrick is not a fan of the show. Uh, <laughs> well, there's an easy solution. Listen Stop. to something else. <laughs> Turn the channel. Uh, and so our listeners started interacting with Patrick Patrick kind of in a similar way that they interacted with Gabe yesterday from Lee's Summit North. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and that's the way our audience w- w- wants to get to know people. They kind of flirt with them a little bit. Yeah. Driving bat crap crazy. <laughs> make, make him sorry he ever lived. <laughs> that's uh, what goes on from 10 to 11 on YouTube on the 101 ESPN channel. We'll have Taylor Twelman a little early today. Uh, he is going to be with us as uh, the Doggies take the pitch again for a uh, for a game on nice. Sunday night. I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be a test. I'll tell you what, outside of uh, Missouri being undefeated, uh, going into the LSU game, Iggy going into the Bowling Hall of Fame, um, what if the doggies are hosting a playoff game in October? Oh, how do you do? Yeah. And then the blue season starts up. This whole city will be up for grabs. Snatch grabs, even. Mm-hmm. When do they switch from Saturday nights to Sunday nights? I don't know what that was about, Iggy. I was wondering the same thing. Matter of fact, they used to be all the leagues started at the same time, except for the West Coast games. But like, if they all start at seven thirty at night on a Saturday, they usually do. I think this is a rare. Sunday night shoot. This is two night, two Sundays in a row, right? No. Didn't they play last Sunday? No, sir. They haven't played since July 27th. Did they have a friendly against Atlanta? Uh, like I'm not sure. On they that. don't like friendlies. Yeah. Friendlies, three, three, I mean, three tie. Friendlies are, what do you get? I mean, pointless. Right. So they play Saturdays pretty much exclusively going forward. Uh, August 20th, host in Austin, 8:30 p.m. Yeah, late night thing. It's yeah, Iggy usually right. It's usually seven thirty local time, no matter where like they are. They'll so. be heading down to Orlando for a Saturday game on August twenty sixth. Yeah, maybe my brother and sister will go, and then City can go to the friendly confines. Yeah, I'm sure Email. they all. I'm sure they'll all hang out there after the yeah. game. And then on August thirtieth, they host Dallas. Doug, vengeance. Yeah, that's really got me ruffled. Made my Hedo friend <laughs> Diane will come in for that. Now, why would Diane come in for that game? She's from Dallas. Maybe she follows the team. You think she's such a huge MLS fan. She's got to come in for that game. <laughs> yes, they try to find an excuse to come to St. Louis, and this could be one. Oh, is that right? Why? You know, her and John just would like to come and hang out. At your place? Well, probably not my place. but Where would they hang out? Yeah, probably their hotel. Nice. Then I'll go there. You think they'd invite you? Well, I know they would. Oh, you Would you guys engage in coitus? Oh, yes. <laughs> Come that off. Yeah, Come on. Uh, Bradley, look, I agree. This live does suck. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why he would mention. Uh, I really appreciate all the uh, people want me to take my shirt off. Someone pay them to take I wouldn't even have read off. that. Someone threw in the five bucks and <laughs> take that shirt off. I, I shaved right before I got here. I'm not going to lie. Shit. I'm a little bit disturbed at the number of people asking me to take my shirt off. <laughs> Someone paid them five bucks. Our listeners can't even let a little stream go with that. Oh, you need an in that. Uh, Doug, uh, they do have some Saturday night games in September, but the Jim Dandy could be everything. October 21st. How do you do? 
That's a Saturday, and that's against Seattle. And that is at City Park no. in downtown St. Louis. Okay. Could be for the Western Conference. Wow, wow, wow. Mag- well, Maggie O'Brien's would be up for snatch grabs then. Eddie McVeigh wouldn't know what to do with himself. That's homecoming, too. Would oh, this Hedo wow. contact come up for that one, Linky? Who? Your Hedo contact. I don't think I know anybody in Seattle. Well, maybe the gal in Dallas is. Yeah. Why would she come up for a Seattle game? Because, because the Western got... Conference is up for snatch grabs. Yeah. Well, well, she don't care. She's in Dallas. She doesn't <laughs> care. It's not she don't care. Maggie she... O'Brien's cares. They'll take care of you. Yeah. Hedonism guests or not. Uh, right across the street from City Park, they'll have plenty of home games for you. Uh, plus, the Cardinals are hosting the A's and the Mets this week, so you got that. And uh, Doug, big, big uh, last night. Sunset Hills location, music on the weekends at both. Mm-hmm. Maggie O'Brien's will cater your party. They've done that for me and my family. Eddie McVeigh, I would tell you, is the best in the business. I mean, is there ever a time where Eddie McVeigh just doesn't want to sit there and talk it over with you? And he's going to entertain. You know what he's going to do? He's going to entertain you. Yes, he's going to entertain you. He's yeah. the best. It's Maggie O'Brien's park and tailgate for a doggies game. Park and take the shuttle to a Cardinal game. Maggie O'Brien's a wonderful longtime sponsor here of TMA. Hey, couple I met in Jamaica, would you like to come to the murder capital of the world to engage in sexual relations with me and my turtleneck love wand? Please don't throw up in my FEMA sink like the last one did. That's from Lance Painter. Oh. FEMA sink. <laughs> like the government had to come in and replace your sink? Uh, <laughs> Turtleneck love wand. Could be a good possibility. <laughs> That's an unbelievable text. Gosh. Lance Painter. Your sink was damaged to the extent that it required the government to come in and repair it. Yeah, they probably can't even resell this apartment. I'd like Jackson to wear an all-white tux on balloon party, please. That's from the Hunchback of On Castle. I've worn a white tuxedo jacket before. Have you? Where'd you go? It was like senior prom. Nice. I don't oh. think I was a rental, so I don't know if uh, I still have that. Uh, can we please put Ken's camera on Tim? He's really bringing the attractiveness level way down, and Tim is impossibly handsome. That's oh, from gosh. Los Lonely Strode. Oh, that's not nice. Los Lonely Strode. <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of cruel. Uh, East Coast start an hour earlier to you, old goat. That's from the total package. Oh. Yeah, well, if the game started at 7.30, it would start St. Louis time 7.30. It would start 6.30 St. Louis time if it's in New York. All games start at 7.30 in your city. Seattle would play at 7.30. Their time would be 9.30 here. Yeah, nice. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Well, it does now. Well, it should have <laughs> made sense before until this guy's got to try to make it difficult. Yeah. Great way to enjoy my birthday week, staycation. Watching the cute boys and boot live on YouTube. That's from A. Aaron, but it's Aaron from the Chuck's Beard Aaron. Ah, uh, they try to be funny. What? I just read what's in hey, the Hey, Aaron is from that commercial where the substitute teacher was trying to pronounce the kid's name. Key and Peel. Key and Peel. Key and Peel yeah. skit. Then it became a commercial. Right. I never saw Aaron it. from the Chuck has the nipple rings. Am I right? I don't. But know this what is she her has. beard, and his name's Aaron. So they're both named Aaron. They got huh? Celtics, uh, little Celtics flag up in there. Uh, kind of looks like a rumpus room. Have you been in there? Uh, oh, they Bill. sent a picture. Jackson's a bull. They what describes, a... how would you define a rumpus room? You're the one who always brings it up. I know. I like the term. I just wonder if I'm using it correctly. It's like a rat skiller. That's, that's a like basement. a basement. 
Yeah. Somebody just sent in a picture of Jackson in a white tux. Is this like photoshopped? Might be sweet, sweet Kai. It is sweet, sweet Kai. Yeah. There's a guy bent over a bench, and you're in a white tux looking oh. off into the distance. There's a guy bent over on you? That's Look sweet, sweet Kai right there. That's sweet, sweet Kai! Yeah. And he's getting gaped by the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves? Uh, allegedly. So Jackson's wearing a white tux jacket with an all-black shirt and black tie. Yeah, it's fire. Um, I was going for the Brad Pitt and Inglorious Bastards look. Yeah. Say that today on the Well, and this That's guy was your date? Was the guy in the picture was your date? No. Sweet, sweet guy. No. He's in a coal mine now. This is my boy. We took a picture. I was like, we're doing Godfather style where you whisper something important to me. I was really pretentious back then, and I still am today. Oh, really? Really? Well, you strike me as really humble. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm, like, cocky. I just I talk about things like that have minimal importance, like they're the most important thing in the world to me. You taking a shot? <laughs> you were a little bit full of yourself. Product of my environment. <laughs> you guys had a better look back then. I mean, God, when we went to proms, we had crushed purple velvet oh, yeah. jackets with ruffled shirts and right. we all, bell bottoms. Everyone looked like a pimp. Yeah, they were gross. Look at that hair, too, man. Sick. Days gone by. Uh, Rumpus Room, Doug, is a room typically in the basement of a house used for games and recreation. What did I say? Oh, I said a rascal. He said, no, it's in the okay. basement. I didn't know it was a basement. I thought it was like a family I room. did. That's why I said rascular. Huh. When I think of rascular, I think of, like, there's wine. Well, you could have Googled without asking the dais and bringing the whole thing. <laughs> oh, huh, I guess I, I sure could have. A rascal is a beer hall or a restaurant in a basement. A restaurant. So, in a I don't basement. think you can own a, a, a like have a, a residential rathskeller. Sure you could. Okay. <laughs> you got talked out of that in a hurry. <laughs> well, you can sell beer in your basement. Who's going to stop you? The coppers. Well, they're going to come in. The fuzz. Yeah, I understand you're selling beers down here. You'd have to have a permit of some kind. Co- well, license, until you got right? caught. You can, so an illegal rathskeller for sure. Yeah, for sure. Prohibition style. It's like a speakeasy. You have a speakeasy right next to the rumpus room. Yeah, Peter Griffin did it. He was put on house arrest. He couldn't go out and have beers with the guy, so he just opened a bar in his basement. Now, who was Peter Griffin? He's a cartoon Family character. Guy. Oh. Lois, Lois was singing at the piano. Guys were ogling her. And you Peter... really want you really want strangers to walk to your house to get to the basement well, be to friends. buy a beer down there? It'd be friends. That I'd invite friends of the feather. Right. Hey, sweet, sweet Kai, put on your headlamp while me and the boys take you deep in the caves. Then, after shift... We'll head to the Coal Town Tavern and string your boy hole out in the parking lot while we shoot some darts oh. and eat some fried mushrooms. It's oh. a recovering alcoholic oh. from Belleville and Webster Groves. I love a good fried mushroom. <laughs> I do, too. I love mushrooms. Do you think they would be so, like, friendly after the fact where they would have such a lovely evening after that? I feel like that's what you do to end the evening. Well, I'll give you an idea if you're looking for some content down oh, in Vegas. Oh, you could. Yeah. <laughs> what? Head down to the uh, little tie. It'll tie right into. Well, I hope it doesn't tie into the recovering alcoholics text. <laughs> it will kind of. Oh, great. Uh, there's some things down in Vegas called the the mole the mole people. Mole people. And they live in these underground caves in Vegas. These are real people. Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing down there in that cave? They're living. That was the end of what you told me for this content idea. Was just go find the mole. Go people? find the mole people and do some interviews with the mole people. Why would you want to do that? 
Aren't they very odd people to be well, living isn't in? Isn't that what you're looking for when you're trying to do some content? <laughs> weird people, weird questions. Not murderers, though. How I many moles? I don't people think they're murderers. There? How many of these moles are there? I don't know. There's a group of them. They just live underground in Vegas in these caves, and they call themselves the mole people. I think they're homeless. I don't know. Well, I don't they're think they'd be living homeless, down there right? if they had homes. That's their home. They, they leave their, like, <laughs> their Henderson right. homes at, like, 6 a.m. and they go think, burrow in the cave. I think they're happy being mole <laughs> like people. The I think the they're proud of their mole people <laughs> title. And, like, is like, do you have to, like, pay five bucks and you get to see them or... You just go no, down. No, you there. just find them and walk around. You and you say, we find them. We you like pay to, the mole We like to interview you mole people. Do you mind? What are they doing down there exactly? I, I don't know. They Digging, have, I they guess. That's what a mole does. Is it? They have, they have their own little city, I think, down there underground. They got a city. Doug, you want to build a city underground? No. You'll have to Google it. I don't know what uh, exactly what they do. The mole people of Vegas? I've looked it up. I have no interest in going down there. It sounds just brutal. It'd be good content. Not many people are talking to him. It's because no one wants to no, go down what, there. What They're the like hell? sewer dwellers or something, right? Can you imagine that now? Joining us now on uh, TMA is uh, the mole people, the head of the moles, Mr. Mole. Oh, dude, this looks terrible. Somebody has a video. Oh, my God. Meet the mole people of Las Vegas. Yeah, life underground, the mole people of Vegas. This was uploaded in February of this year. Oh, somebody's already beat you to it, Jackson. Oh, you Rats. don't want to be involved with it. Dude, this looks horrible. It says that there the Las Vegas mole <laughs> people are homeless eye. people who live in the currently 500 miles of unmapped sewer system underneath wow. the hotels of Las Vegas. You imagine mm. being in a sewer underneath Circus Circus mm. <laughs> <laughs> after a big night out at Oh, In and Out. Oh, Bill. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. Can't do it anymore. It's Arbor Day. He's gone, Doug. We lost him. I'll see him. <laughs> They live in the sewer system underneath the hotels, the mole people. Yeah. And you think Jackson ought to go pay him a little visit. <laughs> well, if you're underneath the Bellagio, that's, you know, at least the sewer will be nice food coming out of there. Oh, nice food. Mm. Well, if you're having trouble finding <laughs> drugs, I guarantee you, you go talk to the mole people, you're set up. Probably so. And killed for your money, but why are you turning it off, Arbor Day? I just gave Jackson a, <laughs> what I thought was a very good Wonderful suggestion idea. to go interview the mole people. Yeah, get down in the sewers. It's a good tourist uh, attraction. Doug, you always talk about Aunt Peg's uh, ball striking. Yeah. Who gives an app about the mole people? What time does the shuttle pick up for Delmar Gardens? I've heard enough. That's from Aunt Peg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what time it picks up. I wouldn't mind going. Do we have any mole people in St. Louis? <laughs> I mean, we've got big caverns underneath the yeah, city. Yeah, but I don't here. think they, they've called themselves that. So there are some. Oh, I'm sure there's homeless people somewhere in the caverns in St. Louis. Yeah. Probably go to Onondaga Cave. Onondaga. Onondaga Cave. You probably see a few in there. Where the hell is that at? That's down 44. Oh, Festus? It's farther than that, I think. Ugh. You want to go there? Really I don't want to go there. It's probably closer to Rollo. Uh, let's wrap up uh, the, the 7 o'clock hour brought to you by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota on a high note. And then we're going to try to carry the momentum into the 8 o'clock hour. Yeah. <laughs> Did it. Uh, oh, Aaron and the Chuck, real quick. Uh, Tim, don't be confused. My husband's name is Aaron also. He just texted in. How about the Mount Rushmore of favorite Aaron's rather than mole people talk? Thanks, Aaron and the Chuck. Mm. She's the one with the nipple rings. Yeah. I think I'd rather go mole people. Instead yeah. of girls with nipple rings? Instead of... 
favorite errands. How about more uh, people with nipple rings? Not bad. Combined. Compromise. Yeah. You reached across the aisle. Mm-hmm. Aaron Andrews is probably my number one. Oh, I don't know. Aaron Eckblad. Hockey player. <sighs> yeah, I don't know a lot of Aaron's. <laughs> Aaron Miles. Yeah. yeah that's A. a. Aaron Olerholzer. Ooh, Aaron Gordon. Mm. Aaron who? Aaron Brockovich. Oh, yeah. Well, the character, not the real <laughs> yeah. person. Well, we man. stumbled on a we, nice little R-I-N or A-A? I guess it could I think be it's either. either one. Okay, I think, yeah, male and female. Yeah, Aaron Brockovich, dying piecer, a.k.a. Julia Roberts. Sick. We, we put a bow on that. No, we did. Strong. Yes. Strong. Yes. Very strong. I feel good about it. Uh, all right, we'll wrap it up and uh, come back with the 8 o'clock hour and carry the momentum in. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.